0: So welcome back to uh, the, the JT follows JC uh, podcast. It does not have a name yet, um, <laughs> but we do have our first guest, and it's um, Luke oh Ca- really,
1: I'm the first one,
0: the first guest. That's right. Well, wow, been, this is the, monumental. This is the second podcast, first guest, and cool. today we have my boy Luke Caverns on here, who's um, well, his TikTok channel is blowing up. What do you got about 250 uh, followers, fifty thousand yeah, followers about,
1: now? About to hit 250.
0: Nice. Like I said, he's, he's not shadow banned. He's doing really well. Not
1: shadow banned, (laughs) unfortunately.
0: Not yet. yet. (laughs) He's going to say one true thing that's going to get him in trouble probably soon, but, but right now he's, uh, he's doing well, but I wanted to ask you, Luke. So, so listen, you're a young guy. I know you, you do ancient civilizations. Like, how did you get into that?
1: Um, so actually I've got it. um, Yeah, I've got it right here. Hold on. So this book, my uh, so this was printed actually the same month I was born, uh, August 97. And my grandparents had it. And I was, yeah. (laughs) And uh, my grandparents had this book. It's called Lost Cities, 50 Discoveries um, in World Archaeology. And uh, when I was really young, I watched the movie Troy with Brad Pitt, and I loved—I don't know—I I don't know what I loved about it. Just the uh, yeah, all the fighting and Brad, Pitt, but, Brad Pitt's muscles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the um, but I was also kind of enamored by the ancient times, and and like every kid, you know, really into medieval, you know, the medieval times and things like mm-hmm. that. Even though I didn't know the difference, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so I was super into Troy. And my grandpa told me that this book that he had um, uh, in his, on his bookshelf had Troy in it, so he gave me that he he gave me that book to borrow when I was about six, and I've not given it back to him since then. <laughs> and uh, and so, man, since like since I can remember, I've been reading about uh, lost cities and stuff, and I was into all kinds of other things before I started making videos on in on uh, lost civilizations. Um, and I just never really thought that so many people would be interested in it, you know. Um, so uh it's kind of just one of those things I've been doing ever since I was a kid. I've always been into uh the ancient world, pretty much.
0: Well, yeah, I had um I think as a kid, as a as a young boy myself and uh, a kid of the 80s who, who mm-hmm. graduated high school before 97. That's crazy. <laughs> I man. was a big big indiana jones fan i think like raiders lost ark it's got to be if it's not my favorite movie it's it, it's in the top three mm-hmm. and, and so i love that that movie is and i know and i can't help but see the look you've got in your videos of oh, course with, with, with the hat so i mean i don't think that was a coincidence no not at all but but it's so so that stuff is fascinating it's just this obviously the the adventure the um the mystery like like what are these like the thing mm-hmm. that and I think that like Indiana Jones does a good job. And now it's I didn't realize that movie was probably more true than I realized. It's like it's like the the relic hunting, you know. So yeah, there's, a, yeah, yeah. there's there's long, there's this long kind of been this this myth of this relic hunting, but it's it's real.
1: Oh, you know, yeah, it like, always and was.
0: And it's like they're showing like the, the different factions, like the bad guys, like the Nazis are coming. Then you have mm. like or we're not we do not I said that word. Um the the Germans from the 30s are coming, and then you have um, and then you have like the american
1: the yeah, good guy yeah,
0: yeah, the, yeah, the good yeah, guys yeah. Are, are looking and they're sending indiana jones to find the lost ark and then eventually like the holy grail and then of course in um the shikara stones and mm-hmm. and uh, and and you find out it's like that they've done this i mean that like the you have like the templars you have some of the like the rosicrucians yeah yeah, all, yeah. All, all over the time all these people have, have been looking for these things
1: yeah no um yeah relic hunting's always been huge since uh um, you know, what's really crazy is it is, it's so big and relic hunting has been around for so long that it was actually happening. So think about this, think about being in Egypt in 1080. So 3000 years ago, and there were museums in Egypt of ancient Egypt. So you could go walk around in a museum and look at 3000 years ago and look at ancient artifacts that come, that also came from Egypt officially what we know about ancient museums, this is something I thought of uh, recently, you know, if I were in ancient Egypt, would I be able to go to a museum in ancient Egypt? And the answer would be, yes, there were museums back then, but what they were is they were really wealthy people that would hire like mercenaries or grunts or whatever, and they'd send them out into these ruins. So you got to think, uh, by the time, and we'll talk about him on another podcast, but, uh, Ramesses II, who was potentially the pharaoh during the Exodus, uh, yeah. by the time he was Egypt, Egypt was already ancient. So, mm-hmm. or, I'm I'm sorry. By the time he was pharaoh, Egypt was already ancient, and um, so if you lived back during that time, you could probably um, you could probably go to a museum that he created. I believe that there is a museum that he created. Um, I, I, there's something like that. And you could go there and you could see artifacts from ancient Egypt that where he had sent people out and they had just looted everything and then brought it to a certain place. And then he would charge people to come and look at all of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. So people have been people have been looting relics since the beginning of time. It's just a very human thing.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I'm not sure who I remember hearing this from, but it was like, if you think of like a context of that is like, you know, everyone knows uh, Cleopatra. You
2: know,
0: mm-hmm. it's interesting to think that she's we're closer to Cleopatra than she was to like even even their, the the mainstream narrative when the the pyramids were built. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. So that's, that's how, exactly
1: that, the right way to say it.
0: And so that's a hard that's a hard thing for us to wrap our minds around. It's like because we think that's ancient, but actually, I was interesting. I was reading like um, this kind of uh, this. I was reading the Genesis Six Conspiracy by Gary Wayne, and it talks about a lot of ancient ancient. Uh, you know kind of like a lot of stuff that happens before the flood and when the bible talks about the ancient times and i'm sure this is probably true of Mm -hmm. the the dynastic egyptians when they talk about ancient times they're talking about antediluvian they're talking about Mm -hmm. pre-flood because it's like because there's a separation between you know there's obviously the big dividing line between, between the ancient times and now modern times
1: yeah no that's uh yeah that's a hundred percent true that's that would be that would be one of the coolest um answers if you could get it what was the if you were to travel back to Egypt four thousand years ago um which is still five hundred years after they claim that the pyramids on the Giza plateau were built if you could walk around Egypt at that time or you could go to Alexandria and talk to you know the professors there um and listen to their stories about the history or the ancient history of that time that would be so interesting because so much of that is just I it's just gone you know what I mean you know yeah. and I
0: okay I was gonna say that right there is kind of like and this is kind of why probably why I'm talking to you anyways is the fact that before I kind of woke up spiritually and I started to kind of really like seek truth out and kind of an all all facets
2: mm-hmm. I
0: I started watching all the The ancient stuff and i started i was i was fascinated as we we were talking about egypt Mm -hmm. like one of the the structures that everyone always comes back to is the great pyramid and i was watching shows about like from um joe rogan would bring on guys like uh graham hancock and uh you know some of these other guys and they would talk about like you know i think some people like don't understand it's like oh what's the big deal it's just a big it's a big triangle Mm -hmm. but but when you actually when they actually showed the scope of it and when they show like the scale of like a person next to one of these blocks and then realizing they're all different shapes, but they're all level. They're massive. How did they do that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like how, like, how did they do that? And then you watch, like uh, I was saying, uh, one of our, the guys we like on YouTube uh, we both like is a uh, bright insight. Mm-hmm. And I was where we re- I was recently watching a video where he was showing the, the mainstream narrative of how these things were done. And it's absurd. You want to, you want to talk about that?
1: Yeah, well, they say um, the only evidence that um, of the type of stone cutting tools that that they uh, claim that they used were, I believe, like brass saws and maybe some other things, but um, but nothing or brass copper saws. Uh, and they've tested it, and they say, what is it? In twenty four hours, they can cut like three fourths of an inch. You know, <laughs> and, and what? You know, I'll, I'll make videos about this and people will go, oh, well, the answer is you just have a lot of slaves. Well, first off, the very first thing is wrong, because even the mainstream evidence of uh, the workers that were used were not slaves. They were employed. So right, right there, most people who claim to know what they're talking about don't. Um, but these blocks are, um, a lot of them are about two tons, and they're quarried from you know, dozens, hundreds of miles away, and they're cut on six sides perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, they're perfect. They're they're perfectly cut on six sides, and you've got this. You've got this massive. Um, man, is it? Are, what are they six hundred ton pyramids? I want well, to. Well, I think.
0: Well, I was. I was. The thing I was hearing today was with their. They average about what two, two and a half tons a piece. Mm-hmm. There's two and a half million.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 not 600 tons. Was it yeah. 600 billion
0: tons? Yeah, it's yeah. something and,
1: insane. It, it, it's,
0: it's re- or 60 billion tons is something. Well, but it's funny you say they're perfect, but they're not perfect, but they fit perfectly together and they happen mm-hmm, to be level. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the insane part when you think, like, if you had like perfect shaped stones, like if you have perfectly shaped stones, obviously, when the ground's not completely level all the way, mm-hmm. getting the thing level would be hard already. But then you have different shaped stones that are spit so perfectly together that you can't even stick like a pin or like a, like a razor blade in between the stones. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. and Well, it's, it's not just, it's not just that. So they have, so they, they had to, you know, make the ground perfectly level and they're not using mortar. You know what I mean? They're not, yeah. they're not uh basically They're not in a way sticking these stones together to try to create uh, a less perfect structure. They have, they have two ton stones, that they loaded, they say that they loaded them. Have you ever seen what the sea the uh the river boats are like in Egypt? The yeah. these long, thin, skinny boats. And uh archaeologists say that, or Egyptologists and archaeologists say that they were loaded. Um and the weight it was like weight distribution. <laughs> I would love to see one of them try that, you know. I want
0: to say put like put like five of them in there. Yeah, 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 true. yeah.
1: They'll they'll say, Oh, well, what they did is they they would have the boat, you know they have the boat flattened like it's like a flat top and they'll put, you know, they just balance out the weight. Uh, Yeah. Right.
0: I mean, how do you do that? How do you
1: get the, you know, how do you get the stones on there?
0: Well, yeah, I think, I think more to the point if if, if anybody's asking at home, like, why, why does this matter? It matters because they, a lot of our history is, is based off of Egypt. So like, Mm -hmm. it's it's basically like what they say. So we were hunter and gatherer, like this is like since the mainstream narrative that mm-hmm. we were basically running around in the woods, you know, loin and all, trying to trying to, try to find food. And then one day, everyone said, "Hey, let's build this massive pyramid for this mm-hmm. kid, mm-hmm. for this for this guy, so we could yep. so we could put him in here when he dies." Yeah. But meanwhile, like so so they have a a, a linear progression of man because obviously mm-hmm. it's like you got we I guess it's they go from we go from slime to a rat to a monkey, then to, uh, to kind of a caveman. And then we're this guy who's going to, you know, find food. And then, then we're building like structures that, that have not been surpassed almost by today's standards, like right, Right. like, like right away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous that, yeah, they say, um, it it's so they speak out of two sides of their mouth on that because they say that they were, um, river people in Egypt and that they, um, you know egypt was kind of divided between upper and lower egypt and that they were not necessarily nomadic but they weren't uh they weren't creating art they didn't have architecturally progressed civilizations as far as i know they weren't building huge buildings i mean you would think that you would think that something like uh the uh, sphinx temple or not even that i mean anything anything in egypt that's like a you know a subpar structure and maybe none of them are left but you would think it would be a gradual uh incline to getting to the pyramid but what they say that they do is one they say that they built uh Jozer's pyramid first which is the step pyramid of Saqqara. if you've seen mm-hmm. that one yeah so they say that they built that first and that was that was designed by emotep and then emotep turns around and he designs uh khufu's pyramid which is the great pyramid on the giza plateau the biggest one and then he designed the red pyramid and i don't know if he if they say he designed Khafre's pyramid which was khufu's uh either son or grandson and um and it's just strange because so this is really this is really a strange thing um <clears throat> so they like they they say that it was built to honor his life, you know, and 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 everything. So they take on the biggest construction at the very precipice of of progressed human civilization. They take on the biggest construction project in human history. They do it perfectly to a t. And then at the very end, they go, "Yeah, we're not going to decorate the inside of this whatsoever. It's going to be completely naked. There's not going to be one hieroglyph on the inside of this that even would let you know." that this is dedicated to the God King Khufu. And not only do mm-hmm. they do that, they build Khafre's pyramid. They do the same thing again, like 20, 20 or 40 years later, they do the same thing. And then they build Minkur's pyramid. All three are are equilateral, perfect pyramids with, with the exact same, you know, building structures and everything. And in three different generations, they do not put a one thing on the inside of it related to, to either of those uh three pharaohs and then they do the same thing just south of it along the nile along the red pyramid which is looks exactly like the great pyramid and not too many people know about it and it's pretty enigmatic as well there's no hieroglyphs on the inside but they say that Djoser's pyramid was built before the pyramids on the giza plateau and if you and i walked into Djoser's pyramid it is so obviously a tomb his body was part of his body was found in the tomb his sarcophagus is there and there are hieroglyphs depicting him at the in the um in the subterranean chambers and so that is so obviously a tomb so they did that for joser, and then they turn around for four different huge construction projects and do nothing like that at all it's just bizarre you know well um, so that
0: so what they so basically what the, the narrative is is they found a pyramid w- that was a tomb therefore all the pyramids were tombs basically
1: yes well a lot of pharaohs tried to replicate um so aside from the great pyramids on the giza plateau and the red pyramid the greatest pyramid in my opinion is the pyramid of saqqara which is which would be which would be Djoser's pyramid that's the best one of all of them and um it's the best I, i think it's the biggest there may be another one that's the there's a, uh, so, so Joshua's pyramid is the one that's got really notice notable steps. Mm-hmm. And then you've got another one and the names escaping me, but they say that they built the angle wrong and then they make the angle a bit more inverted. Have you ever seen this
0: one? I think so. I think uh, so. Yeah. So these guys were yeah, super advanced yeah, yeah. and they said, Hey, wait a minute. We messed this one up. Just keep going. Just yeah. Go with it. So <laughs> Just exactly.
1: Go with it. So they say, so it, it is true that a lot of Pharaohs later on tried to duplicate the pyramids, but they did horrible jobs. I mean, all you have to do is look up yeah. they wow. So they,
0: so they progressed linearly, except for when they went straight back, the construction went straight back down. And that's one of the things that
1: exactly I,
0: I found, I found fascinating when I, I can't remember what the, uh, the, uh, the structure is called where they have the gigantic, uh, like almost like they look like tombs, but they're, but I don't know what they are. They have like the lids that weigh 70 tons. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, um, that's in, um, golly, um, well, that's in multiple places. Why is the name escaping me? I don't know if that's I don't believe it's the Valley of Kings. Uh, I was just looking at a video of that. But, but they, they were, have the giant sarcophagus that are like 10, 10, 12 feet tall.
0: it's like it's like unexplainable how they how they got them in the mm-hmm. places because they're very like the the structured, it's almost like they had to be lowered in somehow because Oh it, You could it's crazy. You couldn't walk them in. And it's like you I don't care how many men you had actually the more men you had you couldn't angle the like you couldn't fit men in there to carry it Mm -hmm. and and the the interesting part about it and this is what i would say that i started to notice when they were showing um one of these guys who was in like you know a lot of these guys who are who debunked like the the mainstream egyptologists are people who are are in the fields of these things where like they're stone cutters and Mm -hmm. then they and they start taking angles to like Those those uh, the sarcophagus or whatever they are those boxes Mm -hmm. and and they're perfectly level, they're polished granite and then you and then a lot of times you see hieroglyphs that are put on them and the hieroglyphs look like 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 garbage. They look like they were they look like they were scratched scratched on and it's like the person who made the box did not do that because because I'm guaranteed those hieroglyphs would be perfect. Oh, because because everything else is. Mm -hmm. So I think what so what a lot of us believe now. Is that that the the dynastic Egyptians found some of this stuff they or like they, they squatted on this this area and yeah. they built and they built upon it. but it's kind of like if I built my house next to the Washington Monument, it doesn't mean I built the Washington Monument. It's like yeah yeah exactly. like pe- pe- people would have that. I think that some of these sites could have been holy sites they could have been something significant obviously to their culture and therefore they built next to it but that doesn't yeah. mean they built. The biggest structure the biggest and the best
1: yeah well it it's becoming more um it's becoming more theorized and even in some ways plausible that um you know you had um you had like a cataclysmic event that really shook um that really shook the world up and and i would probably disagree a lot with uh people of abrahamic religions um you know whether you're like jewish or christian or muslim or whatever um uh, there would be some places where i would have some disagreements so i am kind of i'm questioning a bit more if it was just you know noah and his family uh that would have survived it could have been more people but aside from that you know i think that 99.9999999 of the of the world's population uh, was destroyed by a certain event, and even the scientific evidence supports that. Whether or not that is the Younger Dryas event is actually the event of the Bible. The, I guess that's up for debate because it, it does say it does say that the world was flooded, and the last time that happened was about was about nine thousand six hundred BC. Um, so the scientific evidence suggests. Um, I suppose the carbon dating on that could be wrong. Um, otherwise, the only other thing would be some kind of uh, flooding around some kind of massive flooding around Mesopotamia that just destroyed that whole area. But, but anyways, you know, you have a few people that survive, um, as the evidence suggests in the, uh, fertile crescent, which is Mesopotamia, which is a, which is very similar to the area that they say Noah's Ark would have, uh, landed and where, you know, uh, civilization would have blossomed again. And so you've got Mesopotamia, which is Northeast of Egypt, And so you've got people going into, you know, the Middle East, you've got some people going to Europe, you've got some people going to uh, Asia, and then you've got some people going down uh, southwest into Africa, who they're probably walking across, it's probably not as arid. um, You know, who knows, between mm, six to I don't know, six to 10,000 years ago, it's probably not as arid, it's probably a bit more tropical than it is today. And they're walking through this area and boom, three big three huge pyramids and potentially a sphinx. And, uh, and obviously, obviously, that's, you just stumble across that obviously, that has some kind of importance, you know. Um, So that seems to be something that a lot of people are entertaining uh, the idea towards that the scientific community completely rejects that. Um, oh, but yeah. a lot of people like you and I are entertaining the idea of, well, maybe there's some truth to this. And it seems like the armor is being, is being nicked as far as the uh, traditional narrative of our linear path, you know?
0: Right. I Well, I mean, obviously I believe that I believe the biblical account of the flood. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that leads, like, I know that You know some people obviously take the the dating of the bible as far as the genealogies completely literal and i'm and i'm I'm, I'm, i lean more to that that scale especially when Mm -hmm. they start dating adam to you know basically to to noah to to the you know like when Mm because because those those seem specific to me now there's certain ones where they talk about ancestors and they talk about um like this is the one i've been getting into recently where where you're seeing uh, one of Cush's uh, sons was, uh, or one, yeah, one of Noah's sons was Cush, and then it says Cush had a couple, had four sons, and then it said he fathered, or some translation says he also had an ancestor named Nimrod, mm-hmm. And I
2: think,
0: and I think there's a there's a big room for a lot of stuff that happened in between mm-hmm. in between those those accounts. And so my feeling is that when you when you have structures such as the Great Pyramids, and the, the, the truth of the matter, and I think this is what more of the point, but I, I like having Luke on here is that more of us who have started to like question things and you realize the, the talk about stuff is built on sand is their mm. case, their case for what, what happened. And you realize they're basing it on some guy said this and therefore, mm. therefore we wrote it in a book and now our facts are based on that. And we can all yeah. speculate based off what he said, mm. but the truth is we don't know how they built the pyramid. Because it's like because they're because they're because we don't build anything like that right now. No. And so, so the, my feeling is, if you had a worldwide cataclysm, whether you believe it's the flood, like I do, and I think even Luke obviously believes that that could be it, whether he believes mm. somebody might have survived other than Noah's family. But if if you had a massive cataclysm, a flood, everything would probably be ruined. Everything would be gone. So any mm. kind of evidence of what was what they used to build things like the writing they had, if they had anything written down, any kind of like, you know, if they had electronics would have been all gone. But if you had stones that weighed, but sometimes went up to like a million pounds in like some places like, yeah, Yeah, that's, that's that's probably what would be left when water receded. Because they basically, they have, the desert has man-made mountains, basically. That's what they, because that's pretty much what they are. That's what would be left. And then meanwhile, now then you have all these ancient mythologies all these ancient cultures talking about something that happened, like an ancient time a time before a golden age and yeah. i was and i was just re- recently reading that even the egyptians who don't claim they built these things cuz they talk about a time where they built when when they when they lived amongst the gods they called mm-hmm. it a golden age called zeptepi
2: mm-hmm.
0: so it's like so they're they're referring to a time when the gods lived amongst them and they even called these things a was it uh we were talking about Naturu, who were, who mm, were par- yeah yeah um, who were partially divine they had another mm. uh they had, well, they had the other beings were called um let me pull this up they said the the uh the Urshu the Urshu were they were um they were intermarries between gods and men and they were the category of lesser divinities and whose title meant and this is from Grant hancock's book uh the fingerprints of the gods they Urshu means the watchers so the watchers are literally, you know, as far as, you know, us who believe uh, the biblical account, mm-hmm. there's, there's a time that talks about when the sons of Genesis six, when the sons of man came to the daughters of men. So the sons of God and Enoch, they're called watchers actually in the book of, uh, in book of Daniel, angels are called watchers, you know, so it's, so some of these accounts are like, there are biblical explanations for these things. Now, are we going to ever know all the facts? No, but I think that I think that it, um, we're coming to a place now where, like, the Joe Rogans of the world, the uh, the ancient alien people, they have like some, you know, they they can point out that we don't know how they built these things, and if they're mm-hmm. if they're establishing a narrative of, well, these people say gods, obviously they're idiots, so they 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 must yeah. be al- they must be aliens, and yeah, um,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, and like I said, I think that maybe we could t- discuss a little bit about that is the fact that the mainstream narrative says. These people were super smart. They knew advanced mathematics. They they mm-hmm. knew like chemistry. They knew a, they knew the stars, but also they were like cavemen when it came to like taking credit for their own work because they said
1: yeah they, yeah they,
0: yeah they, they said they said they said these mythical gods came down and did it and obviously they, that can't be true. Therefore, they did it with this um this this little tiny uh what mm-hmm. one and a half, one and a half foot saw that that we found next yeah. to this giant, giant thing.
1: Mm-hmm yeah it's it's a it's ridiculous and what's crazy is it's not just the Egyptians uh you know we'll get into this in in other episodes but um this sudden birth of of civilization creating uh things using these just massive megalithic stones that you you can't even possibly fathom how they can move it um it's this isn't just in egypt this happens uh this happens in south and central america as well where um where civilizations just appear and then they're able to at the very precipice of their civilization they're able to do things that boggle our mind today i mean really how does that actually happen you know how long there's one it's one of two ways so the uh, scientific theory is they say that uh, the anatomically modern humans, so humans that look like you and I and think like you and I do. Um, I mean, people who were born with, uh, you know, the same IQ as Einstein uh, were being born 200,000 years ago. And I, I'm not saying, you know, oh, well, the earth isn't this old or that old or whatever. You know, I don't know the exact truth for for certain, but um, I just think it's strange that not only did fifty thousand years go by. Not only did a hundred thousand years, or one hundred and fifty thousand years go by, but one hundred and ninety six thousand years of human beings who are just as intelligent and some more intelligent than you and I. a hundred and ninety six thousand years, they don't create a single thing of, you know, that, that can actually withstand time that we can still see today. And then the first time that they do it, there are wonders of the world like the, nobody can recreate it you know nobody can recreate a lot of these places it's just um, obviously the traditional narrative is flawed it's pretty obvious for everybody to see um well i think that i think so, the yeah.
0: ter- i think the term fake news has obviously been really used a lot lately and then you start to realize that if the news is fake what about stuff that they're writing about that said happened thousands and thousands of years ago and you like they tell you all the time that, that history the the winners write the history books, which mm-hmm. is basically basically trying to tell you that you know what, don't believe everything you read in the history books because it might not have happened like that. And I feel like that more than anything, like there's a narrative. Like I said, yeah. we go we go back to the, it's an evolutionary scale because it, because the evolutionary model does not make sense if it's not if it if it's not this forty five mm. degree angle up. And maybe it's yeah. really, it's really long because yeah, you're saying it's yeah, hundred thousand years, 200,000 years
2: mm. when
0: you, when you realize that there was, get, there was, uh, there was obviously some peaks and valleys and there might have been a massive valley because, mm. because the people like, it, that's the one thing that I, I, I like to focus on is when you say, when you talk about the ancient Greeks, then you talk about the ancient Egyptians and, and these people are not even the ancient, they, they wouldn't even call themselves the ancient ones. We're talking mm-hmm. about Plato, yeah, yeah, so- course, Socrates, and the people who were the dynastic Egyptians. And they talk about an ancient time, and they refer back to before, the clear dividing mm-hmm. line of when there was a, a massive cataclysm, and, that, yeah. and now, now there's this mythology of what happened before. But these people are obviously way closer to, to what was before than we yeah. are. And, I've, and I don't think that anyone considers you know, the Greek philosophers idiots. I think they're pretty, no, I think, I, I think everyone says they're pretty smart. They knew math. They knew math. They knew, they, they knew how to build things. Like maybe they didn't make iPhones, but that doesn't, well, iPhones break. Yeah, yeah, As right. we, as we had massive technical difficulties early in this podcast, they might yeah, not have yeah. made computers, but that doesn't mean that there's, they have other kinds of technology. They even talk about the, some of the stuff the Romans built that they forgot how to build later. And you're like, Mm -hmm. that that doesn't make like the romans wrote everything down Do you think they forgot something no like like that's not a um that doesn't pass the smell test for me anymore yeah
1: yeah well and of all civilizations rome i mean give me a break thank you rome rome is like the uh it's the center point of all of of all of humanity you know what i mean everything uh i don't know exactly how to how to explain it but it's the center point of our entire story and to think that there's something that they forgot how to do it's a ridiculous it's ridiculous you know we know that we know that they were recording history egypt was recording history before rome even reached its precipice so yeah i mean um i'm not sure exactly what, you, what you're referring to um but yeah it's it's no, a, I'm, I'm, it's I'm a just ridiculous saying,
0: idea I'm, I'm just saying that and actually i would, I would disagree a little bit because i would say that it what's interesting is when you find out like that the greeks and the romans and then the um they, they kind of always looked back to the Egyptians. So, like, the, you know, as we were talking before, it's like that one day I was, I think I was telling you, I was trying to look up the mythology of Atlantis. Just, I just mm-hmm. wanted to know, I just, know, I just wanted to know what, what Plato said about it. And I wasn't, I didn't Google, is Atlantis real? Is, yeah. Have they found it? But, but I said Atlantis mythology. And I had probably at, on Google, it was like, like five out of eight results were like Atlantis debunked, debunked. And it was like, I didn't ask if it was true or not i yeah. just want to know what he said
1: what's and this to... fetish with debunking things
0: you even <laughs> notice this well that's what i'm saying it's like Freaking first weird, of all man. like so so the story of of atlantis is that or even before the story was that there was a greek philosopher named solon that went mm-hmm. to egypt and he got the tale and and brought it back and i think he might have told it to somebody who told it to to plato and the and and the really the only thing that's that's yeah
1: i think he lived like 200 years before plato or something yeah it was like it
0: was The only thing that anybody would find really outlandish about it it was, is that Poseidon basically was fathered this place, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, so like it was a God fathered this, which like I said, lines right up with Genesis six is you had a God had had sons Mm -hmm. and the son, and the sons ruled over this place and eventually it became really corrupt. Exactly. Like pretty much exactly like, and then it had to be destroyed by flood Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: basically exactly like what we, like the biblical account, you know, obviously told through a different, a different lens, but but i find it interesting that that a lot of things always go back to egypt like there's this fascination with egypt the pyramids are obviously mis- mysterious structures but still in our culture today we have the washington monuments an obelisk we have we have the pyramid on we have the the pyramid on the, we have the we have the the pyramid mm-hmm. on the on the back of the dollar bill we yeah. have a lo- we have a lot of things that 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 go back to this this culture and it's we don't really have probably a lot of Egyptian immigrants in, into this in this country. Yeah. Hey, you're so- in
1: you're in uh, Virginia, right?
0: Oh yeah. Have you
1: been to uh, Jefferson's Monticello before?
0: I've I've been as a as a young child. I probably I need to go back because okay, it's, it's probably something I didn't really pay too close attention to when I was a kid.
1: So well, you probably wouldn't even thought about this as a kid. Um, but um, when I was there, he, I didn't know this. He was obsessed with Egypt. And, uh, I stood over his uh, bed where he died and his clock is two obelisks and with, uh, that it was sent to him from Egypt and he's got a giant, like, uh, um, what, what's the, what is the wall, the old tapestry? He's got a huge tapestry hanging from his wall and it's all, it's all ancient Egypt. And he's got artifacts that were sent to him from, from ancient Egypt that are sitting in his, uh, that are sitting in his living room and his tombstone is the first obelisk ever built in the united states built before it's actually what the washington monument is based on and so that's interesting
0: i didn't know i didn't know that
1: yeah so i i walked down uh to his uh his house is on top of a you know like a it's like a huge hill or a mountain and uh you walk down to his uh, uh graveyard and you see the obelisk and i was thinking that's really weird. So I look up when he died and it's like 1828 or something like that. Um, and uh, so I go back up and I know there's historians that work there. And I go, I go. Uh, and I look up when the Washington Monument was built and it's like 1850s or 1870s or something like that. And um, so I walk back up. I'm like, so I don't know if any of you guys will be able to answer this, but his tombstone is an Egyptian obelisk. That's the only you know shape that that is. And the guy's like, yep, yep. And I was like, and it was built before the Washington Monument. And he was like, yep, it's what the Washington Monument's based on. And I was like, oh, God, that's crazy. And then turns out he had a bunch of connections in Egypt. and He was obsessed with Egypt. And Thomas Jefferson had the biggest, um, he had the biggest personal library, I believe, in the United States for sure. And it was the third biggest library in the country behind Harvard and some other school, Yale, maybe or Harvard, or you know uh, some other American university at the time, and uh, so we had the third biggest personal library. And when he died, you know, all, almost all of his books were taken back to uh, DC immediately. So I wish that, you know, I wonder what his books on ancient Egypt and or in ancient history were like because, from the mid 1800s to today, those books are completely different. Even even Bibles are different back then you know the wording that they use adds so much more context so i'm sorry to uh, kind of steer off
0: no but- no that that's actually actually that's a real good thing because that's kind of what i was i was kind of getting at was that there's this there's more there's a fascination with egypt that's more than just this is weird mm-hmm. i i and and that's and maybe that we can get into like for for one we'll just mention obviously flat out obviously thomas is one of his freemasons we know that like Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Washington was a Freemason. There's so many that were the founding fathers. That were, yeah. They said like 31 of the signers of the Declaration of Independence, Freemasons. Yeah, there. You know. Then we have the, the the Illuminati pyramid on our dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's something to it. And of course we know in these clubs, it these these things date back to the Babylon Mystery Schools. They date back to Egypt. They de- they deep they they date back probably to before the flood because it's secret it's secret knowledge. And I think, and I think overall, that's why when we when we look at these, the mainstream narrative for Egypt, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, mm-hmm. and that, and that's the point is that we were saying like, when they say that these 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 uh, pyramids were tombs, the Great Pyramid there, there's nothing to. They didn't find mummies in there. They didn't find they didn't find no bodies. Yeah, yeah, found,
1: no. They no. found
0: nothing decorated in it. And so when we, it's funny when my my brother and I like to always talk about in, the end of Indiana Jones, this is when they. When they get the, they get the ark, and the ark mm. goes back and gets put in a crate, and it just gets stuck in some warehouse. And so the so the question we've always I, I basically came to the conclusion: if they ever found anything in there, for one, it's probably in somebody's private collection, right? If they yeah. found anything if if they found it because they because we know they were digging in the ground in there long before Egyptology became like oh that was, of course it, that was even a word. Mm. And and if they found anything really cool now, would they tell us? because it because we know mm. it would because they know it would it would change the narrative and there's a reason like that some guy from Virginia in the 1700s give us like why would he care about ancient Egypt
1: yeah exactly
0: right because, right because i think that there there is there is some kind of a knowledge some gnosis that dates back of what they did what they know why you know like why they did the things they did
2: mm-hmm.
0: why obelisks are still a th- why the vatican has obelisks too like they took a bunch of stuff from egypt it's yeah, when, it's just, weird, when, right? when it's like if you're if you're god of jesus christ like why are you putting a bunch of clearly pagan stuff yeah near, yeah, exactly. n- near your near your church and yeah like,
1: and why why do they i was gonna say why do they have rituals where they open up the doors and they they let the shadow of the obelisk impregnate the throne of the Vatican. Have you heard about this?
0: I, I have not, but it doesn't surprise me because I because I heard even this. Oh, this is this can go back to um, like so in Washington D.C. Well, they, I'll let you finish that. Is that you have the Washington Monument and it has the reflection pool that points right at the uh, the rotunda, the Capitol Building, and so you mm. have you have basically the big phallic symbol, yeah, and then yeah. it, and it goes right toward the pregnant belly. So mm-hmm. you have you have Osir, you have like Osiris, and then you have Isis. Wow.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I'd never thought of that, but yeah, it's that's uh, hmm, that's true. Uh man, there's so much. Um, it, it's it's honestly insane. Um, and then you've got. Uh, so I'm curious about this. I got a question for you. What does the owl represent, like owl in mythology, or or in you know uh...
0: okay so so the owl the owl a lot of people it's it's interesting and this is this is confusing to me because a lot a lot of stuff is a lot of the stuff it's mm-hmm. like the um the, the pagan religion stuff it it put it this way i believe i believe the tower of babel story obviously is legitimate mm-hmm. you have the, you have these confused languages and then in these like the, the religion is the same it's changed it's 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 morphed to the cultures that it's mm-hmm. in. yeah so you have so that so of course people talk about bohemian grove and then there's an owl effigy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's where they're doing it. It's like, and they call that Moloch. So Mola, yeah. but I but I see Moloch represented as a as a bullet as well. But
1: yes, was, that's why I was curious.
0: And so so there's obviously there's there's a I think owls too, or owls are obviously, you know, they have this, this kind of dark presence, they're spooky,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're but they're also like known as wise. And I even did I did a video recently where I where I, I talked about our medals of honor and they have um uh minerva i said it wrong everybody i was calling her minerva and everyone was saying you're an idiot Mm -hmm. and i was like my bad my i'm sorry for getting y'all's pagan god's name wrong it's minerva yeah it's it's minerva yeah and yeah and one of her i I really offended all these people (laughs) and and so uh one of the one of her symbols was the owl and so i guess that's the question is like so i i've heard it's the owls related to moloch and that's pretty much of course moloch is like the most wicked Mm -hmm. version of i guess whatever that god is that's the one that's the children now didn't
1: people yeah so children sacrifice yeah well
0: what's interesting in the bible and i was and i was just recently reading this i I believe in it was in leviticus Leviticus, i think it was leviticus 21 and it starts talking about all the sexual sins to not do and it was listed them all in a row and what i found very interesting it was like don't have sex with your neighbor's wife don't sacrifice your kids to moloch and then don't do this and it was like and it was like right in there and i started to think yeah was was the moloch sacrifice is that might be a is that abortion because i was starting to think like in the in mm. the in, in the place it was listed at it was like obviously if you're having sex with your neighbor's wife and you get a pregnant mm. it's like where why is that in there and if it's not something oh to do so that's that.
1: so that's step two yeah you're
0: saying i i think that well, i think i think that it is i think it's i think that that's a, a very clear form that it, it could put it this way i don't know for hmm. sure. But I find it very curious that the that that passage in Leviticus it's all about sexual sins, and then it says don't in the middle of it don't sacrifice your kids to Moloch, and it's like so they wouldn't be calling don't they wouldn't say call it a fetus in the Bible, they would yeah, call yeah. they would they would call it a child they wouldn't mm-hmm. they, would say they even call it a baby
1: yeah yeah a fetus that's not even a, a concept no you know, at so, that time
0: so yeah so the, so the so there's the owl and it's like that's the of course. We're not thirty-three degree Masons, so we don't know all of the things, but we we, we do know that yeah, 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 we, we do know the owl is one of their <laughs> symbols.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is um, yeah, I just find that crazy, you know. And you, yeah, you get into the owl symbolism. So that's about what I thought. That's about what I thought that that the uh, Moloch was also represented by a bull and mm-hmm. is also used as an owl. And uh, you know, and I tell people about you know, there's a I now I don't really talk about this on my channel. It's just not my interest to dive into it on a daily basis but i'll tell people there's a lot there's a lot of weird stuff out there and you got all these people who are just blind they have no idea you know and i'll tell them i'll go i'll go okay you know and i'll show them well this is at the bohemian grove and this is what the owl means this is moloch moloch is the god of child sacrifice in the bible it's a very clear connection they go yeah what does that have to do anything anything you go to google earth and you look at the lincoln memorial and it's a damn owl yeah sorry i didn't mean to cuss no it's okay I'll rewind that. So you go to, you go on Google Earth and you and you look at the Lincoln Memorial and it's, and it's an owl. And you even have owls on our dollar bill. at the top right corner yeah. on the backside. Yeah. And um, and you start asking people this, and and, the, and then they just shut down. It's like, it's like it. Their brainwashing is so. Uh, it is in every fiber of their being. It can't be anything more than biblical. How brainwashed these people are! It's like they have a ceiling that they can't get past. You know what I mean?
0: Oh yeah. Well, I think that um my my other buddy Luke from uh, the Voice of Reason. He he, he off, We often talk about like a simulation or a matrix. Of course, I don't believe we live in a program, computer program. I'm not.
2: No. not No. At all.
0: But I but I do believe that we've they've they the devil. You know the people in charge have created this like. an illusion of like what's important Mm -hmm. and and so so the things that don't relate directly to me is like I don't I don't need that information it's like that's that's not important you know like if anything's heavy you know if anything's really that heavy I don't want that bringing me down so I don't even want to know about it and um but overall I I was going to lead into the fact that when when we when we looked at history in in school it's so boring History is so boring. Oh
1: man, it's yeah, it's Incredibly so boring. boring. But,
0: but I think as when, as when you become, when you when you grow up a little, become a man, you, you get to look into what you want to. Mm-hmm. You find out there's a lot here, and it and there's and explains a lot of the things that we're that we see now. It's like mm-hmm. what is it? It's like what, what Solomon said. There's nothing new under the sun. What was? Well, will be again. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that when you look back, like this is why. It, so when you find out Egypt is important to a guy like Jefferson who Mm -hmm. was one of the, obviously, if he's not one of the founding fathers, he's like the founding father, he's one of the guys set this whole place up. Yep. Like, what, how does that relate to us? It's like, well, it's, it's interesting to find out, like, there's a lot of questions, and we might not ever know them all. Mm -hmm. But our history is, is a very good indicator of which direction we're going? Like what they, what their, what their goals are. And I feel like that you're absolutely correct that people don't want to know. And it's like, why not? Because it's like it's it's super interesting.
1: Oh, it, we, yeah, it just just uh just that alone. It's really interesting, you know. Yeah, it's it's incredibly interesting, and uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. Uh, a lot of people uh, don't really care to know the history of the world. They're so comfortable in their life, and uh, I can't even explain it. I what other you know, you and I were history guys. Uh, everything you do is uh, you talk about a lot about stuff that's going on currently but it is uh intimately tied into the very beginning of our history and uh for someone to not be interested in that is is almost inhuman yes it's-
0: well i think that that's i think that yeah that was i think that was probably how luke and i connected is because i started to look in i've been my my tiktok channel has been about exposing the darkness and it's and i'm it's like the holy spirit or just kind of my own just curiosity has kind of let started to lead me into like the Freemasonry stuff, and then I was going into the Art Deco stuff, and 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 it looks absolutely right. The Art Deco stuff that was built mostly between, I guess, like the third, like the twenties and the thirties, there are these buildings, and they are, I mean, the structures they built in, the, in that time. Let's just say they don't build them like they used to,
2: mm-hmm. because
0: because those things are so fascinating, and and yeah, they all they they all do have like an homage to to the Greeks, to the Romans, mm-hmm. to the Egyptians, and there's there's something there when you find out the people who were responsible for these buildings, like, like you say, the, the Chrysler building was one of them. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have like, um you know, uh, the general electric building, which is like Thomas yep. Edison. And like, what, like, what is this about when you start to, I don't know if anybody, if you're familiar with that show, it was the, the men who built America. I, I found that really fascinating. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a pretty fascinating show. Cause of course it's all about like Rockefeller, Vanderbilt, um, Carnegie, uh jp morgan and so mm-hmm. they're showing these guys and when you find out these are the guys who built these buildings and then you mm-hmm. realize henry ford these are the people who are responsible for these they don't build them like they used to these, yeah. these people built these things and they and i and then you find out these guys were in the club they mace, oh, they're a oh of course they're, they're, they're this and that and it's like so so they're th- they're thrown back to this, this this previous time so when you find out all the movers and shakers the, the people who are really big into everything they're talking about ancient Egypt.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, then, and then, so, so, of course, then Luke is, Luke is looking at, I guess that's the pivot point is like you have ancient Egypt, but then you have things all over the world that we were never told about in history class. Like that, that not mm-hmm. only can they not, you find out not only can they not explain this pyramid, what about this pyramid in Mexico? What about this other one? What about, what about yeah. all the pyramids? They don't even talk about that, if if we had this linear progression in society well how why is it so displaced everywhere like mm. we're, like it makes no sense if we all if we all came from like basically you know and a lot of people even biblically we believe like there's the garden of eden is it, mm. somewhere somewhere around Mes- mesopotamia meanwhile well how did those things get over to south america how, yeah. how how were they living in the dark how were they like basically hiding in the woods in europe back in those days mm. and then then europe progressed to the the point where they were strong enough to come across the seat and take over these people who had way more advanced structures than they had in Europe at, at like, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. like, like a thousand years before. And then you realize, guess what? They've been lying to us. Like they, they, yeah. they've been lying to us forever.
1: Yeah. It, it's, um, it's mind boggling, man. It's, there's so much that we don't know. Uh, even the, uh, the pyramid, uh, well, you mentioned Mexico. So that would be uh, Tiahuanaco, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Tiahuanaco, um, or I'm sorry, Um uh, Sometimes Tiahuanaco and Totocan. I guess oh, that sounds that's, that's way yeah, too yeah, similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, um, Tiahuanaco is in um, Peru, ancient ancient Peruvian area. Totocan is in Mexico. Uh, and it is the third biggest pyramid in the world. I believe I'm not sure what the second one is. It might just be in Egypt, but the first one is obviously Giza. Um, and, um, so it's the third biggest pyramid in the world. Uh, it's unbelievably massive structure that's astronomically, uh, you know, it's perfectly aligned North and South. And what's really interesting is, so the, uh, pyramids of, um, the pyramids of Giza, they represent, uh, um uh man osiris oh, i oh, 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 the, they, the osiris oh, 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 constellation or,
0: or or is it orion's belt right they
1: have yes it's it. yes it's orion's belt but it was recognized as the constellation of osiris i believe okay. and this is where the egyptians could be wrong but i do believe this is where the egyptians believed that their gods of zeptepi came down from the heavens they came down from So they didn't recognize it as Orion's Belt. They recognized it as the Osiris constellation. And they believe that their gods from Zeptepe came down from there. Well, what's really interesting is that the uh, pyramids at Teotihuacan have the exact same alignment. And all the way in Mexico. And um, that's about the... I believe that's the only connection... Uh, from Teotihuacan to Egypt, is that the those pyramids are aligned in the same way? Which that's that's a huge connection there. There's something there. Either they were yeah. looking at something very similar. They both recognized this constellation and they decided to build this same type of structure. Right. Uh, both both aligned uh, uh, astronomically to that constellation. Um, but Teotihuacan is so mysterious and is so old that. Uh, archaeologists at first they thought the aztecs built them and then they're like no the aztecs didn't build that and then they found out about an older civilization called the toltecs and then they realized no nah, the evidence doesn't show that the toltecs built this either and so archaeology is different um, from egypt to central and south america it's um, somewhat corrupted both places but uh-huh. honestly in the americas it's a bit more in my opinion it's a bit more honest um so and then they then they take a step back on saying that the toltecs built it now they just say that the tot wakano's built it and they leave that there so that'd yeah. be like us saying that oh well the gizans <laughs> built the pyramids yeah, on yeah. on giza plateau it, it's a it's a
0: well that's that's well that's basically what they do because they say oh the ancient egyptians built it and it's like mm-hmm. well what is that what, what's an ancient egyptian that's like that's like e- egypt is a country mm-hmm. you know like egypt is a nation and it's kind of like yeah. Like America is a continent now, but it's like yeah, you say like, oh yeah, the Virginians built this this thing that's here, and it's like, well, there's Virgin, there was Virginians afterwards, but like and, and now yeah, it's called yeah, Virginia, course. but that's not a, yeah, that's yeah. not actually a thing. Oh, one thing I found fascinating, and this is what's with what the interesting thing that I think ties a lot of stuff together, is that all these places where they have these things, yeah, they're astronomically aligned, and they have they they all like a lot of them involve sun worship. Like sun worship is like a massive thing around the world. And yep. serp and like serpent worship. Like like yes, Like, like, yeah, like de- specifically. Like, yeah, like deifying snakes when most people would see like I think it's it's funny. I think if like if you like like a, a baby duck hatches, mm-hmm. you put something that looks like a snake next to them, they'll know to be scared of it. Right. Like, most, exactly, like, right? Most most people don't venerate snakes because they're like, oh gosh, that thing's gross. Yeah, yeah. And so what I find fascinating is that Uh, i'll just ask you this question is so the people who are native to to mexico when they find these things who did they say built these things
1: um well the aztecs uh i don't i don't believe the aztecs ever took credit for building teotihuacan um I believe that their story is not that they didn't say that the gods built them. Like a lot of people say that the gods built uh, these sites that they're at, especially in North America, mm-hmm. like the Mississippian Mound cities. Have you ever okay. seen those? No, I have not. Um, so you can look up like the Mississippian Mound cities. Uh, they're these big cities that are also astronomically aligned in a similar way to Teotihuacan and Egypt, uh, built in similar ways to Egypt and Teotihuacan. Uh, the. The Cherokee Indians or or whatever uh, Native North Americans were here at the time that, uh, you know, um, colonization was happening. They never took credit for building these mountains. They said that the gods built them. Now, Teotihuacan in Mexico, the Aztecs just say that these sites were always here, um, which, you know, for them, that's, that is true. Um, but you go down to uh, Peru and Bolivia. And it starts getting really weird because the um, legends of that area are that uh, Tiwanaku is what I was saying. Uh, it's a really strange site, uh, Sacsayhuaman, uh, some parts of Machu Picchu, I believe. Um, the ancient Peruvians at the time, according to their literature and, and uh, what they like their verbal account, is that they say that the gods built some of these sites. That they were always here, and that these are from civilizations much farther before them. And the Aztecs even talk about their uh, mother uh, civilization that they, you know, um, that they're derived from, which is called Aztlan. Have you ever heard of this?
0: No, I, well, I've heard, I heard some of these accounts and I'm not sure if it was the Aztecs, but they were, some of them were claiming these, like these, these really white, like super, like gleaming white people. Like, uh, like so, well, I know that there was a South American account where they were saying like, Giant. The weeping, yeah, yeah 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 they were like the weeping god they were like white giants like they mm. helped build these things and and of course you i mean of course as you go back to genesis 6 some some translations the nephilim is giants and of course we know that there was giants in the land and mm-hmm. it, it just it's it, it's sort of interesting that that we disregard the people who were there you know like the, that their accounts of what how it happened it's like because because our, our our mainstream scientific brain says, well, we know there's no such thing as giants. We know there's no such thing as gods. So yeah. therefore that's wrong. Mm. And but they don't really give a good counter-argument for how it's possible why why a people why a person like why a people who could build such a thing would disappear. And then that's and we go back to the Atlantis tale. They disregard the idea of lost civilizations when we know for sure that there's lost civilizations all over the world
1: oh yeah of course look at troy troy's a lost civilization man they thought that they thought that whole thing was a myth until they found the city um and uh to your point i'm actually meeting uh in the next couple of weeks maybe next month i'm meeting with a guy named dr edwin barnhart and he um done a lot of work in central america he um i believe he worked on the lost city of Palenque. Uh, which is a, a Mayan site in Central America uh, now the Mayans don't have a lot of they're very mysterious in some of the things that they knew but as far as their uh, um, their architecture when you look at it it doesn't resemble this kind of mysterious huge megalithic you know uh, stonework a lot of it is stones about this big that are just mm-hmm. really perfectly built but anyways his um, one of his biggest uh quotes i suppose or or one of the things he pushes is that in all the research that he and you can find this on his website and he um one of the things that has in quotations is he says uh, of all the research that we've done it the case was almost or the case was always almost always invariably right that the locals of the area knew what they were talking about you know what i mean every single time that the people who live there tell you something it ends up being true you know uh so yeah, you're totally right. It is so bizarre how we look back on on our ancient ancestors, and we see the people who built the pyramids, and and then we go pyramids all every pyramid, every ancient pyramid. You look, we look back on their culture, and we go, yeah, these people were clearly. I mean, they were clearly you know stone masons. They could move stones in uh, South and Central America. They could move stones up and down mountain ranges. And they Mm -hmm. were not using, they were not using the wheel. I don't know if you knew this. There were no horses in the Americas before the Spanish Oh, that's
0: right. Yeah, I remember hearing that. Yeah, because they were like terrified of like, like cavalry.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they didn't have horses. They didn't have, uh, they didn't have beasts of burden, you know, anything, uh, any, I think they had buffalo, but those aren't used as beasts of burden, you know, they didn't have ox and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, So they're, they're doing all of this by hand for some kind of incredibly profound reason nobody would do this for no reason um so they're doing all this for an incredibly profound reason obviously uh and they're obviously master stone masons they line up their cities uh, astronomically astrologically they they are aware they, of the, they, of the they, sun and they stars all
0: have, they all have the same constellations when when mm-hmm. i when i've always been one of those guys and they say well i see the big dipper the rest, yeah. of, the rest of the rest them, I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, 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 like, yeah.
0: Like like they would have the same Zodiac signs and you're like, how did they know that?
1: Exactly, exactly. And um, you know, another thing is they all use bow, uh, bow and arrows as well. So yeah. it's pretty obvious that all these civilizations connect at a certain point. You know what I mean? Not many people yeah. think about that. They all had swords and they all had bows and arrows, you know, on every single side of the planet. So obviously we all derive from a civil from a similar place nobody really disputes that but i feel like sometimes we kind of overlook that well
0: i think that you, i think one thing you said the other night when we were on the phone i i i think we probably get we're going to a point where we need to start wrapping it up but i oh, thought yeah. the one th- i thought the one thing that you said that really was was a great point when you were saying we we're talking about the flood and you're saying what kind of place would it have been like what like what would have to have been there would the guy would need to destroy the whole place you want know to talk about well, he would need to destroy the whole thing like mm-hmm. what what would be more likely
1: um commonly accepted idea i don't think a lot of people really dive into well what exactly would the world have been like if god were to you know flood the earth i guess it's not a uh incredibly important question uh in relation to somebody's uh salvation because you know it doesn't really matter what you believe as long as you believe that you know jesus was the sacrificial lamb for your sins anyways yeah so but does it make more sense it, in everybody's mind they think about in the days of noah well there may have been some towns that were at least in my head i think of these like run down kind of muddy little villages so well, tents, we, well, summer we have buildings well, and, we have
0: like the uh we have like we see like the, the pictures of like when you went to sunday school and there's like you know the, the stuff that's yeah, yeah, in yeah, there, yeah everybody's wearing like sheepskin and like, uh-huh. they're, they're walking the little, they're walking the little animals up the boat. And, yeah, and obviously yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. Some, there's some, there's some like little houses in the background, but it's like, they're probably like huts. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And you've got all these, and what are these people doing? Like some of them are, are murdering each other and, and you've got what some of them practicing witchcraft. And, and so you've got these few villages that are around, not really a too much going on. And God goes, uh, uh-uh. uh and he just destroys the whole planet
0: it's, a, yeah, it's, it's like yeah it's
1: kind of a it's kind of a ridiculous idea but it, well, yeah it's know? like
0: it's like the yeah, it's the idea of what would why would god have to flood the whole earth yeah to, de, it, to, de, to destroy uh a, a, like some some hundred mm-hmm. hunter gatherers houses
1: yeah like, it, it would so, have so, to be yeah it would have to be um it would have to be something that is so heinous and so progressed and so far along that is absolutely irredeemable. And more than likely what I think that is, what I think that is, is, is that there's, there's obviously a relationship between uh, men and women of the earth and fallen angels who, you know, that came down to the earth. And in, in my opinion, I think they made gods among themselves. They built cities all over the world. And they, you know, they wanted to reign on, they wanted to reign on the planet and they were having children with women and these children were being like demigods, you know, and these were great rulers and, and whether or not these actual gods or whether or not these actual, uh, fallen angels were physically present, I believe that they ruled from behind the scenes, you know, and through people's minds, probably in the same way that they do today, but I think they had a physical manifestation, manifestation in a child you know, who yeah. was an, a Nephilim or a great ruler, like a man of uh, like a man of renown, who was ruling? They were ruling over these people. Yeah, that's what I think, and I think that there was probably two thousand years at least of this. You know, around two thousand years of this happening, and it had to be so irredeemable and so widespread that it had to be completely wiped off the earth. Yeah, and, so and he, that's that's what I think.
0: Yeah, and I think that, and I think that's the the, the interesting point is that what he just said and, and that's what that's that's what i believe that's the genesis six narrative now i think when you go to sunday school when you go to like mainstream brick and mortar churches they never would talk about any of this stuff like we were talking never. about. but the but the mm-hmm. but the interesting part is these structures and this is how we tied this all together for like the jc who follows jc wants to talk about this is this actually ties into what's there like this is the stuff that they're not telling us is like so why do all these, these, these pyramids exist that we can't explain? Why do all these pyramids have are temples to these things, the sun, the serpents, all these things? Mm-hmm. And, it, and then even the people, the Greeks, the Romans, the Egyptians, they talk about a time before, they talk about a golden age. And of mm-hmm. course, and it was the golden age was when the gods lived amongst them. Yeah. And so, so it all makes sense that it's like, what, what, the, what those people told, told us, is more true than what we're told right now, and it's actually sadly, it's more true than what we're told in a lot of churches, because they they try to dismiss the fact that oh they're oh the, Goliath was only like six foot tall he he was just you know they were mm. the, the Israelites were just real short he he was he was like an average size yeah. guy but when it comes down to it it's like that that's absolutely right that that when you realize that that the Bible talks about the sons of God coming amongst the God daughters of men you also realize that Adam walked. With God, so it's mm-hmm. like so. If he was with God for you know, Adam was for like nine hundred years, he probably knew a lot of stuff. You know. They, oh they, yeah, 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 yeah. Like like so so that the first men, the first women were not were not cavemen. They were not dumb. So mm-hmm. they so they built things, and of course, it wasn't that they they didn't get killed because they were dumb. They got killed because they because they were wicked at the end. Yeah, and I and I find that very interesting that that actually the things that the things that luke talks about and what we're going to continue to talk about in future podcasts is 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 who these people were what, like is there an explanation for it like i think some of these things are mysteries and that's kind of why it's fun to talk about like we'll never we'll never really know about all this stuff but it's kind of it's actually and i honestly think like we talk about um like respecting native cultures i think it's a lot mm. more respectful to actually consider what they say Than to just oh right right yeah instead of saying like oh you know that's what a lot of people talk about culture appropriation they talk about all this other stuff and it's like how about this i actually i believe them a lot more than i believe a guy who came you know two thousand years later and said no, that couldn't be that couldn't happen like that
1: oh exactly that's exactly right yeah yeah i i think that's so true i also think what you said the other day about um you know we got in the conversation about there is technology in heaven And, uh, I think that what you said the other day was pretty poignant about, um, you know, what if these pyramids being built, what if, uh, what if these just look like home to these angelic beings, you know, what if there are pyramids in heaven? I'd never even thought of that, but you know, the first weapon that we hear about in the Bible is the flaming sword that's put at the the front of the garden of Eden. Absolutely. Oh there, oh, there are swords in the Bible. Well, then we also hear about their streets of gold. Well, then I think like, hmm, yeah, were these were these streets of gold where they just snapped into place, or are there architects in heaven? That's an art that seems well, like something that would be used to glorify God. And then I start thinking like, dang man, like maybe maybe all of this comes from, you know, what is beyond us, you know?
0: Well, I think that yeah, yeah, to, to that point is that I was saying that. So when, when Moses goes up to Mount Sinai and he starts getting instructions on how to build things, he's being told what it looks like in heaven, you know? So he's, he's, so so the tabernacle is a representation. And that's why it's very specific. Like it's almost funny when you start reading into Exodus and you start seeing how specific God is on Mm -hmm. like, like the, how big this thing is. And then Solomon's temple is obviously a representation of the same thing. And then, so it does, it does stand to reason. It's, It's logical that if the other gods came, you know, the sons of God who who were there when God created everything, they've been Mm -hmm. to heaven, they've been to heaven, been to earth, you know, if they wanted to build their own heaven on earth, yeah, maybe they wanted to make it look like home. So that's it. That's that actually has a pretty decent explanation of why they built similar structures across Mm -hmm. the world. I guess the other, the other uh, thought could be that. That mountains and God, you know, mountains and gods were associated with each other because it was where the heavens and the earth met together. Mm. You know, and, and they could also be possibly a representation of a man-made mountain to this god. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's but it's but it's interesting, and that makes a lot more sense than everything was either a temple or a tomb. <laughs> because yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It and uh, this last last thing I'll say, it, it's really interesting. Uh, and we we definitely are going to talk about this in the future because there's so much to get into in Egypt. But when you look at how the pyramids on the Giza plateau and and especially Khufu's pyramid, the Great Pyramid, um, when you look inside of it and, and they've done like you know uh, scanning on the inside of it and you can see what the king's chamber looks like and how many levels it has of these uh, I believe it's rose granite, solid rose granite. Going up to 80, 80 tons and the 80 tons are put in the ceiling. Can you imagine the, uh, the ceiling of something being 80 tons? And not only that, so you have a big 80 ton block. There's a huge space in between there where it's just like a, a cavity in the middle of the, uh, in the middle of the ceiling. And above that, you have another block and a space and another block in a space. And it does it eight times. And then there's a, uh, there's like a little, uh, roofing. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how the how, what the technical term is, um, but it's built inside of it and then people go, what the heck was that for? You know what it, it's just really odd for it to be a tomb. and I won't go as far to say that you know, oh this was 100% energy device or that you know this is about uh, it's a resonation device. I really don't know. I you know I just I'll just come out and say I really don't know. Um, but I'd also open just to the fact that these were built to these were built alone to that these could have built alone been built to represent what is beyond our world what things look like in heaven
0: yeah that was and, yeah uh,
1: yeah That's... so you saying that that kind of opened my mind up to another possibility and well, and i if that were true i'd be content with just that explanation well
0: you know it's what's interesting is um i think is oscar j hansen was the guy who who built uh the 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 damn angels, of course, because yeah, yeah, yeah. we got, we got to talk about the Hoover Dam, just for a second. Yeah. 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 Is Oscar J. Hansen, when they were building the, the, the Hoover Dam, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard this, but they probably don't even know it's associated with them. The damn angel guy mm-hmm. is that he was saying when they were building the Hoover Dam, that it was like on the level of the peer of the great pyramids. And I think a lot of people would just, which is at the very basically normie take would just say, Oh, just cause it's big. Oh, just cause mm-hmm. there's a lot of concrete. Oh, it's cause of, and then you started to understand the Hoover Dam is a hydroelectric dam. It's a thing. It's a, it's got a practical use. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's meant for something. So maybe he said it like that because the pyramids were something similar on the level of the Hoover Dam where it, where it was, it, yeah. It, they, when you realize how dense they are, how big they are, like mm-hmm. what, like what is it for you? Have, you know, you're saying like, there's like, was it, Two or three shafts, and there's like this chamber, and mm-hmm. there's a shaft going into the ground. It maybe there was some kind of machine in there, like that did something. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. that's, I guess, it's a thing we will never know. And I think that that is why it's that's why this stuff is fascinating because, mm-hmm. for, for one, we know that they've lied to us, we know that what they're saying is not true. So, so yeah. now we so that does lead us to speculate wildly and and just yeah. kind of and just kind of wonder and just try to see see the clues in society and if and yeah. if they do actually if there is something to tell us, but it, anyways, it's, 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 int- it's always interesting. And then Luke and I, we like mysteries and we like the truth. So we're. Oh, trying-
1: I'm sure we're going to do a lot of these episodes. So, so
0: we'll, yeah, so we'll definitely be back, but, um, just before we go, I say, uh, Luke is on, um, where can, where can we find you at Luke? I'll let you, uh,
1: so just, uh, YouTube, TikTok and Instagram, Luke Caverns, L-U-K-E-C-A-V-E-R-N-S, uh, Luke Caverns, like the cave caverns and, uh, I just talk about, uh, I just talk about different lost civilizations. And I also talk about the possibility of a pre cataclysmic or a pre flood civilization or civilizations. There may have been, you know, there could have been more than one. Yeah. Um, sure. and, uh, so that's pretty much, that's pretty much what I get into.
0: Yeah, definitely. And so, um, so we're going to wrap this up and I uh, said, so thanks for coming on Luke. And like I said, we'll definitely have a definitely come back on and, um, yeah, we'll of course look for future uh, collaborations, and um, and I don't know what we're gonna do next week on the the JT follows JC podcast without a name, um, <laughs> but but I'll probably I, I think that this is probably what we're gonna do. Some of this we're gonna have yeah Luke, yeah. Luke back on. I'm gonna have some uh, my other my other friends on TikTok and and just kind of get into maybe what we're what we're what kind of videos we're making. And um, I can't
1: wait to see you and the other Luke get together.
0: I oh, mean he's he's going to talk the whole time. I'm not going to get to talk at all. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: got just, a lot to say.
0: He does. He's good. But yeah, definitely. So yeah, we're going to we're going to do a lot more of this and I think this is a good place for for us TikTokers to um, yeah, to tell, you know, sometimes it's 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 fun to talk about like the the mind of like how do you even come to come up with these videos that you get So yeah. it's funny it's funny that we we realize how much we have to talk about these things that we have like we got to fit it in 3 minutes. And it, Oh it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a yeah. lot of times oh, it's like I, I got to fit in one minute because people are going to stop paying attention after like twenty seconds. <laughs>
1: I've cut the length of my videos so yeah. far down, man. I, <laughs> I, yeah, it's so, uh, it's so bad. But that's it's a, pretty cool watching your videos and then us getting to talk and how, yeah. uh, how much we have in common. But then all the stuff we have to talk about. I mean, we've only been talking for an hour and a half, and we haven't even, we no. haven't even scratched the surface
0: at all. No, that's what I'm saying. I think that that's, I think, and that's why I think that's why what the, what this is and probably even like the, some of the other collaborators. It's hard to imagine that this guy's talking, talking about stuff that's in the jungle and the desert and it's mm-hmm. super old, but the stuff is, is, is connected in some way. And I think that that, and that's where it's like that, that the Bible talks about to, or in the last days that knowledge is going to increase. And I feel like that, mm-hmm. that us getting together, like, yes, yeah, so the my boy, boy other Luke, voice uh, of reason, some of these other guys, my brother. The, our, our different minds and our different things when they start to click together it's like it's it's sort of amazing and um yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to doing it again cool man sounds good all right bro i'll talk to you soon bro all right. yikes No, you probably weren't thinking that you're probably thinking JT that was a